right, so two things are true. Two things. Uh, welcome to Ring the Bell. This is the Phillies podcast. Uh, Chris, Jason, and Dean are here. So two things are true. And that's you can't the first tell me. thing that's true. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> so two things regarding the Phillies are absolutely <clears throat> true, and you can't change my mind. One, they're the best team in Major League Baseball. Two, Kyle Schwarber is the greatest hitter <laughs> in baseball since Barry Bonds. All this is according to a single <laughs> that happened Sunday afternoon. Um, Kyle Schwarber, who's now hitting a whopping 172, had a six RBI day for the Phillies against the Nationals to close out what was an awful week uh, for the Phillies, who went two and four. Um, I'm not sure who predicted that or who even came. I that think- was the lowest. I think I was three and three at the lowest. Uh, as I tried to remember. I thought I said Dean and you I said four and two, and two or four and two. I was three and, and three. three and three. So Jason wins that one. Yeah. Um, but so it, happy. Look, it was just uh, it was really tough. And the, the best player on the Phillies played his first game of the season today. Drew Ellis, who went deep twice, uh, also along with Kyle Schwarber on Sunday. Um, but overall, man, the, the the Phillies did take two in a row this weekend. I, I can't even it, – it's embarrassing that I'm even saying they didn't sweep the Washington Nationals. Um, the Phillies just are now 27-32. and 32. Uh, They end their NL East road trip with a 4-6 a and six record. They scored 22 runs in three games in Washington after, you know, only getting three runs in the preceding three-game sweep uh, in New York against the Mets. Um Look, you know, Sunday was one of those games where they really needed something big from guys like Kyle Schwarber and JT Real Muto, who were really slumping throughout most of April and May. Um, and then you hit, you know, Schwarber hits a three-run homers in the sixth and the ninth innings. Real Muto homered to center in his first at-bat uh, after snapping, um, a day after snapping a three-for-43 slump with a double and a solo home run. That's JT Real Muto we're talking about. Um, so before we get to all of that, uh, Jason, I'm going to start with you since you basically called the the, the record for the week. Um, one, h- how rough was it that they couldn't even get one in New York? And then the fact that they just couldn't end the week, you know, just dominating a team like the Nationals. So what were your thoughts on the week overall? I was disappointed. I thought, I was really disappointed in the Mets series. I thought we'd get one against them. Um, but it's so tough today to come in because all week I just, I wanted to, I knew I was going to rip Kyle Schwarber. <laughs> then today he has, you know, two of his five hits of the week with two, his two home runs and his only RBIs. Mm-hmm. But it's like this franchise, this fan base, so for so long murdered Ryan Howard mm-hmm. during our run of playoffs yeah. for how bad of a hitter he was. Ryan Howard's lowest batting average in, in, in our in their prime was 251. Oh my god. This dude's batting 171. I, I'm so tired of mm-hmm. sitting here and I and I and in in my group chat I said I wasn't going to rip this guy this year and I, I've tried not to. But I said last year when we got him, I, I didn't like the signing because I don't like the player he is. Mm-hmm. I don't like that home run or, or bust type of guy. Mm-hmm. He's not even Adam Dunn. He's not even hitting you 40 a year for five straight years. This right. is a dude that's not going to get on base. Or, you know, for us, he, he's not hitting. It's it's such a terrible signing. And now we have him back in, in leadoff. Yeah. 
you know, I, I wanted so bad this year to not discuss Kyle Schwarber. Yeah. And it's the fact that we're running him out there. And, and to me, it's, it's a, dis, it's a disgrace that we have to run, you know, you have to run him and Castellanos out there every day defensively. Yeah. It's so uh, bad. Yeah. It, I, I agree. And just Kyle Schwarber. It, it's just, it, it just, this team is just disappointing. And, and to me, he's your, you know, and he's back in lead off. It's just when you having him lead off, I just I just don't. It's just been a disappointing week so far. To been what is what been one big disappointing season. Yeah, so far. Um, that's you know that's the most negative you've been on the team this season, and it but it's it's fair, and I'm glad you waited this long to get to this point because um, it's already you know today's June fourth. Um, uh, uh, over the last like seven days, like, again I I know. The, the shill beat writers that are in Philadelphia. I don't know what the Phillies did to pay off the beat writers of this city. Cause it's, it's just a shame that, that this city, you know, their media isn't what they used to be. And, um, yeah. And it's a shame that no matter what happens, you know, shills like Corey Seidman on NBC Philly, you know, they, they talk so well about Nola. And then when he gets shelled every other start, you hear nothing. He doesn't like people like Corey don't rip like Kyle Schwarber, but the second he has six RBIs in a game, it's well, June Schwarber's here. He's the king of all kings. Let's get him ready to to get on top of a pedestal. Um, you know, no one's talking about the fact that again, over the last week, Trey Turner is batting 130 in the last eight days. And oh, that's what I was about to bring up, Chris. The problem is. People were, you know, I listened to another Phillies podcast by beat writers this week where they said, oh, it's it's pretty easy to believe that Trey Turner is going to hit his way out of this. Well, it's June 4th and he's hitting 232, 232 for a guy that has known for his whole career to be at least a 300 hitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'll go to you, Dean, so you're going to mention it. I mean, can we please, please, please hit the – the the red panic button on Trey Turner. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I know Jay was frothing at the mouth to bash Kyle Schwarber. Um, <laughs> and rightfully so. He's hitting like absolute shit this year. Yeah. At 170 is it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be in the you shouldn't be in the league if you're hitting that low. I don't care if you hit 100 home runs in the season. Yeah. That's disgusting. It's and you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. This dude is making 300 million dollars over the next 10 years mm-hmm. from this team and he is having the worst statistical season of his career he is a major reason why this team is five games under 500 eight games out of first place uh i didn't check the wild card standings today i'm not sure how far out we are in that but he is a major reason we are not in a a a a tentpole position uh for the playoffs right now and i know we keep harping on it and you can only say oh it's early enough we are what 60 some games through the season almost we're but closer four and a half out of wild card right now yep that's not man, that's enough. crazy because we're closer to the all-star break than we are at the beginning of the season now man. so that's close as closer we get to the all-star break and this dude keeps struggling mm-hmm. i would bench him 100 send it to the bench Sign Didi Gregorius for all I fucking care <laughs> because this dude is not bringing anything to the table right now. His average just dips every single game. doesn't matter if he gets a hit. He's going one for four, one for yeah. five, oh for five today. It, it, it's just, it's ridiculous. And, and Philly fans and Philly media, like you said, they just, you know, we got Trey Turner. Well, what the fuck has he done? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. He's done nothing for this yeah. team and, so far. And the fact that, Jay, they keep moving Trey Turner down in the lineup and he's still not hitting. Yeah. So, like, what do you – I understand the whole point of, you know, if you want to break out of a slump, you got to play, blah, blah, blah. Guys like that can hit their way out of a slump. But, man, oh, man, like, at what point do you just say, look, we're going to bat him ninth and just hope to get his swing back? Is it, they do is there a Castellanos – but is it a Castellanos season? It, yeah, but he never worse. came out of it. He never that's came out I, of it next year. That's my yeah. point. Well, Castellanos yeah. didn't until the next season. So it's yeah. starting to feel but, like it's starting to feel like because Trey Turner, like you said, is a professional hitter. He's a dude that you're expecting 290 to 300 from, and you know he's going to get you the steals with 20 home runs. He just doesn't he doesn't look like the guy that we expected. And yeah. and that's kind of scary. And it's it's late into the season where you know, at this point, you know, I've early in the season, you guys both heard me, you know, I, I'm let me wait and see. Mm-hmm. I'm at a point now where you had a lot of at bats and you're not looking any better. You're looking worse, actually, yeah. much yeah. worse. So it, it's really tough to say, you know, play a wait and see thing because it's really starting to feel like Castellanos last year where he's just not going to figure it out for the season, which is terrible with the yeah, way they're was- looking so far. And we can't have that again this year because Castellanos being in the heart of the lineup, basically being a guaranteed out was crippling in that World Series. It was tough. And but you know what though, Rob Thompson's not going to do anything because he's a coward. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a he's a he's a I hate to say it he's a he's a fucking pussy. He's not going <laughs> to he's not going to do it. He's not going to do what needs to be done to get this team winning. He's just not. This yeah. is going to be the team all year. We're going to finish five games under 500. But, but what exactly can you do right happen. now, though, Dean? Like, there's not to me, man, I've you've seen nine, ten years of Trey Turner playing great baseball. Yeah. What I just, I'm just dropping like, ninth. I, I get, you know, you I drop mean, him down, but just do it. <laughs> The problem how is worse, there, the, how the worse problem, can the replacement be? That's a good point. Like, he's got angry. You know what? He he. It's is it any worse? Is it any worse at this point? At least one guy's not making thirty million dollars a year. Yeah, I mean, it, so to compare a little bit, and through all of April, through March, and all of April last season, Nick Castellanos hit over three hundred, but mm-hmm. from May. Uh, May and June, he hit 234 and 223, and then he really picked it up in July and August where he hit 282 and 300. Um, Trey Turner right now in April, in March through April, he hit he hit 260, and now all of May is over, and he hit 208. Um, we're through three games in uh, June, uh, four games in June, and he's hitting 235. So it's it's a matter of what yeah, he's like do? three for seventeen or three for eighteen or something like that so far in June. Yeah. So like, what do you do if you're if you're Rob Thompson, man, with, with this guy? If he's gonna keep going through these games, going one for four or zero for four, zero for five, Jay. Like, I get it. We don't have Alec Bohm. We don't have Derek Hall back yet. We don't have um um. You know, Reese obviously out for the year, which we knew since spring training. What what can we possibly do with Trey Turner? Do you just because he's getting paid so much, you don't have a backup. So do you just keep do you ride this out? Because they did that with Castellanos. They just have that's to what they out. did. Yeah. Castellanos last year swore yeah. at the top of the lineup. It, it just feels like toppers. There's not, And it's tough because you do like I get this season and, and I know last year we harped. Guys, Castellanos can hit. 
Castellanos can hit. And I feel like I'm going to say the same thing for Trey, even though he's in the middle of it. Like, I know he can hit. Yeah. So you really have to leave him at the top and just hope and pray that he does break out of it at some point. I get moving him down. If you, I can't debate the argument. If you want to move the guy down, because that was last year, all I said was move Schwarber down. All I've said this year is get Schwarber out of that top five, top six. Mm -hmm. So if you want to say move Turner out, I really can't debate you on it because I I have no basis to stand on. Yeah. Besides what he's, he's a better hitter career wise than Schwarber. So I know what I've seen. Unless he just lost it, which is is tough to buy, I think he's going to break out of it at some point. You just hope it's not the whole season. Right. And so I want to kind of move things over then to the manager who I have been very critical of. And I think people forget the coaching tree that he comes from. He comes from the Joe Girardi coaching tree. And it's no, I feel like it's no coincidence that this team is right where they were last season, basically when they fired Joe Girardi. Yet I think they might even be worse offensively than they were last season once Girardi was let go. And look, Topper's doing the same exact stuff to what Girardi was known for doing that was a detriment, which got him fired. He can't set a lineup. He cannot be consistent with a lineup. He won't change he won't change his line of thinking and he'll defend it and he'll he'll come up with the worst possible answers. And he is awful with a pitching staff and a bullpen. So I don't understand why not enough criticism is going towards the manager because I don't care that Kyle Schwarber just had six RBIs. I'm glad he hit, uh, you know, had six RBIs against the Ryder Bronx today. It's great. <laughs> Um, uh, but I look at the fact that how in the world, I don't care how bad Trey Turner is. He's not batting 160. How in the world can you continue to throw a lineup out there with Kyle Schwarber as your leadoff hitter? How much longer are we going to go through this? Uh, and you look, I can't, again, I don't care about one great game that Schwarber had. It took him six RBIs just to break the 170 mark. Like, it's insanity to me. And how, you know, we got lucky. Again, we got lucky, yes, on Saturday with the bullpen game. It's Thank God it was the Nationals. Again, barely, barely got by against the Nationals on another bullpen game. What, Jay or and Dean, either one of you can go first here. Hmm. What do you, where are you? in terms of confidence in the manager with this team zero <laughs> good and he has done nothing to, i get it we went on the run last year we got to the world series we were you know we were up two games to one in it but we were right back where we were last year with a guy you know it's not like joe like, look, i'm actually looking at joe girardi's stats right now joe girardi has 1100 wins in his career you know what i mean he is manager of the year Mm-hmm. Yeah, World Series winner. You know, he's, statistically, he was a better manager than Charlie Manuel. You know what I mean? Right. And we revere him as the greatest manager of all yeah. time in Philly. Well, I don't, but you know, best <laughs> Phillies manager, sure. But yeah. um, like, we we're just we we're right back where we were. Where we fired a World Series winning manager last year, mm-hmm. and we're not going to. I understand it, it's tough to fire managers back to. This isn't 
this isn't soccer. We can you could just do that, or even football. You know, you just you can't just fire coaches and managers mm-hmm. willy nilly. But the, it's like I, I have to say, I just have no confidence in the guy. This is this is this team is this team is exactly where they were last year, just the opposite. Where the we were actually hitting last year, but our pitching was atrocious. Yeah, and this year our pitching. It's not awful, mm-hmm. but it's better really than our awful. offense. You know what I mean? Like yeah, our really offense awful. is pathetic yeah. with the players that, that we have on here. Which is crazy because they're still like eleventh in batting average. I know. Imagine I know. if Castellanos and Harper weren't on this team. I can't even. Yeah, just with Castellanos. Yeah, like Cassie has been unbe- just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, what Castellanos has done. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he, yeah, I mean, he's hitting 310 uh, right now, which is exactly what we all expected him to be at. You know, seven home runs, um, almost 40 yards. Russian doubles. Yeah. Every other day. Yeah. I mean, he's already um, over 20 doubles, um, you know, and he's he's just been absolutely spectacular. Um, you know, he's actually Chris, though, he's, like, he's batting 370 at home. Go ahead. I, I was talking to my uncle today and, and the thing of it, like, cause we were talking about the season tickets and I was like, man, this has been a tough season. Mm-hmm. And, and I just be not because, cause I, I had season tickets all throughout all yeah. those super terrible seasons. And I was okay with it because you know, it was still a good time going, hanging out with my mm-hmm. friends. I knew what I was getting from the Phillies. I knew they were a terrible team. It's been so tough this season. Because I, I expected so much. And and I don't know if that was on, on my own fault on, on buying in or or what. It, it's just been so it's been such a rough season because I I, ex- I just expected better. Like I I expected Nola to be I projected and and I know part of it was kind of haha projecting Nola to win Cy Young, but I really thought he was gonna have a good season. I mm-hmm. thought Nola was going or, or Wheeler was going to be Wheeler. I thought Turner was going to be like just all these things that you really expect at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And it really seems like it, it, everything, not just one piece fell off. Like it just feels like after such a great run we had last season, everything's falling apart this season. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. it's been so rough. Look, the expectations are valid. I mean, look, uh, people can go back to other episodes and they can hear that I, I thought this team could win a World Series in the National League. I really thought that. Um, and look, couldn't they go on a run again? Of course, any team can do that. But I, I have to think over things logically a little bit from watching baseball for as long as I have, from watching the Phillies for as long as we have. And I have to look at this roster and just go, if you're not, if you can't make a significant move because of the pieces that we really can't move right now, how can I just sit here and be confident that Wheeler's going to turn it right around? I mean, he had a dead arm issue at the end of last season going into the playoffs. How do I, how, I, I mean, I don't have any confidence that Nola can put together a string of three or four really good starts. Um, Ranger Suarez, you just don't know from start to start. Again, this goes back to when we said last week, I think it was Jason and I, it might have been all three of us. I think we're at a point with this team still where you don't know what you're getting every single day. 
And I just, I can't sit here and, and say that this team is going to turn it around. I can't sit here and say that Trey Turner is going to turn it around because I just, I don't know what team we're getting from Monday to Tuesday to Wednesday to the weekend. Like there's no identity. There's nothing for me to hold my hat on because it was the same thing last year. It took this all that whole second half for this team to just like inch their way into the playoffs. It, it That's what it took. This team is so far down from that right now. You know I what just, makes me more nervous, Chris, is is I I'd like to think I'm the most optimistic one here. You are. I I, I feel that way as as well. Yeah. I'm really feeling like they're just not because I, I don't see a type of run last like we did last season, and I just don't think I don't I don't think the talent when you look when you watch them play, you got to believe what your eyes tell you, and the, yes, and the my eyes are telling exists. me. Yeah. My eyes are telling me yeah. they're just not talented enough this season to do any to really make it's a run. So and, and it's sad it's as you you may be looking at a team that could very well like not Nola may not even make it to the end of the season on this team. Like yeah. that's like where I feel like we're at right now. Right. Um, how about you? I agree. No, uh, I, I completely completely agree. Yeah. Like who would have thought that you know, coming out of that World Series, even though we were angry, we lost. We were, you know, pissed that they choked away a two two one lead, and kind of feels like they gave up. Um, we all picked them to at least make the playoffs this year, and and, yeah. and sure, they could they could turn it around after the All Star break. You know, they're, it's not like they're fifteen games under five hundred; they're five games under five hundred. Mm-hmm. You know, four games in the wild card is not an insurmountable number. Yeah. I just don't right. think it's going to happen. I, I, I'm like Jay said, the eye test. The first sixty games of the season have told me that this team is not good. So I have no reason to believe that they're going to turn for for the second year in a row, go in that run. One year is hard enough to do it. You're a right. second year, right. that yeah. is like impossible, and I just don't see it happening. And I, uh, yeah, I, I am pretty sure some of these players, and definitely the manager, are not going to be back next year if that happens. Man, if it continues this way, I don't know how the heck you can go into after the all after the trade deadline with the same team. I just I don't yeah. know. It's it boggles my mind because <clears throat> again, people are going to listen to the show tonight or tomorrow, and they're going to hear the negativity and they're going to be like, "We just won eleven to three. It's national." <laughs> Schwarber just hit two just, home runs. Why are you bashing it's just, Schwarber? It, exactly. It's just papering over the cracks, though. Uh, it's just it is. You know, that's all I it is. Not, I couldn't do it to this. Like, I, there's been so many times I just felt like Schwarber had a great game on Sunday. Yeah, I didn't want to come in and rip him, and I and I told myself mm-hmm. all season I, I just didn't want to talk. And it's just like after I was like, "Come on, really? You had to do that today. You had to be this guy. <laughs> like, why? Because I'm going to murder you tonight. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, why would you have to do that today? But because it really is. It, it's he's just true. not. When you watch him, you shouldn't. And it's funny because one of the, one of the guys in my group. If you can't hit 200, you shouldn't be in the major leagues. I agree with you. Like, there's no reason, and, and that's it, still pathetic, by the way. You, not like even not trying to say that. Not even. Yeah. We're not even trying to say 200 is good, but, no, but yeah, you should like, be, that should be like the bare minimum. It should be the baseline. And <laughs> then, and they made the defense shift a certain way. So there's yeah. nothing like they can't stop you from, mm-hmm. yeah. and you still can't even not strike out 200. He's on pace for 200 strikeouts again. Mm-hmm. Like it's so he's just, 
at least with Howard, I knew I was getting like 250 and 35 yeah. home runs and 140 RBIs. With this Howard dude, was never this bad until no. his, I think his, la- and, his and, last season with the Phillies. I think he got this bad. But it's like the franchise and 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 the and the fan base ripped Howard for years because oh you're not pool holes you can't bat 300 but they nobody wants to rip Schwarber because he led the league in home runs and it's like dude I don't care he has one out of five tools and the other five are probably more important than the one he has because you can't field you can't do anything else you should be a DH and you're starting every day and it's terrible you're not a good defender. Yeah, he's on pace to have over 100 strikeouts by the end of June. It's terrible. So yeah. he's already at 75. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, um, and I, I'm at a point. Hey, <laughs> listen, like Dean Lance. He's, That's great. He, he, he's got not, uh, so, so, so he's at 75. So he needs seven more strikeouts for a thousand in his career. My man. So, man, he didn't get that in two games. You know, awesome. He's really awesome. good. I, I've reached a point now. And where when I see a, a game like Sunday afternoon, mm. I actually get mad at these games. <laughs> I get mad at the 11 to threes on a Sunday night after going after, you know, barely scraping by on Saturday, winning four to two. They they lose eight to seven because. um, What's his name? Who pitched? At the end. Oh, my God, I, I just. Blanked. He started a game. He's a bullpen. He's Brogdon? The one that ge- Brogdon, yeah, because Brogdon <clears throat> all of a sudden now is awful. Um, Brogdon loses the game for them on on Friday night, and then just the whole Mets series was just. I mean, Max Scherzer made the Phillies look stupid in his yeah. start. Um, it, uh, it's just at a, I'm, I've reached a point with this Phillies team where when they win a game eleven to three, I'm like, ah, oh, shit. That means we're gonna lose two or three against Detroit. Um, and it's like they got that really good win out of the way. They they padded their stats a little bit to prepare for another for another week. And this upcoming like stretch of games over the next two weeks is vital. And I say this all the time, but listen to the next two weeks before you get back to three against the Mets. I mean, I'm sorry, three against Atlanta, three against the Mets. You have three at home against Detroit. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, even off day on Thursday, three at home against the Dodgers. That's probably going to be tough. And then you have a four game series against the Diamondbacks and then three game series against the Oakland A's. That's three wins. You hope if the Philadelphia (laughs) Phillies, I'm saying this right now on Sunday, June 4th, if they don't take at least two or three against the Oakland athletics, I'm shutting the podcast down. Yeah, I just want to say this. You may want to make sure you can okay with that because that very well may happen. You right now, it's possible they lose to the Riverside Rams two out of three. It's June 17th and 18th. You'll never hear my voice again. Dean, we may may be out of podcast. Dean, listen, we all know what's going to happen. He's not going to shut the podcast down. (laughs) We're going to become on the bump again, and this fucking space deal is going to be in the logo out of nowhere. (laughs) They very may well lose two out of three from Oakland. Yeah, this is like, who knows? No, but it's. And you know what's even better in watching that Mets series? David Robertson. Watching him yeah. come in having 10 saves with a 1.75 ERA. Watching him do that with the Mets when he couldn't do that last season. He's done it twice. It's yes. like 
after he left the Phillies, he made himself more money. And then he comes back to the Phillies again last year and does what he does. And then he leaves the Phillies and he's back to being really good again. I don't understand how this happens. Um, We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to do, you know, pay the bills a little bit and then we'll come back and we'll wrap things up. Um, Summer's coming. And are you ready to unveil your beach bob? Manscaped is here to ensure your body is ready for the wild with their game-changing full-body grooming and hygiene products. Don't be that guy at the beach with those awesome powers, uh, chest hairs, and if you grew some winter man titties, the least you can do is make sure that they're hairless. It's time to get ready for hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code BASEBALL20. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you increase your confidence and level up your full body grooming game with the Performance Package 4.0. The kit comes with the essential lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine. Whether you're trimming your chest or the treasure chest in your pants, this is the best trimmer on the market. The trimmer features a ceramic blade designed to cut hair on the loose skin and reduce grooming accidents Thanks to the advanced skin safe technology, you can even trim an arrow pointing to that promised land of yours if you're bold enough. Uh, inside the performance package, you'll also find the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner, an anti chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer because we know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing your bathing suit all damn day. No one likes nose hair, so their package also comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0. You also get two free gifts, not one, but Two, the Shed Travel Bag, which is valued at $40, and the patented high-performance reduced chafing Manscaped boxers. Um, I swear by those, by the way. Those uh, anti-chafing boxers, oh my gosh, they're incredible. If you're wearing sandals, you need to get the Manscaped Shears 2.0 Nail Kit. Having the right tools for grooming is essential, gents. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off and free shipping with our code BASEBALL20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping worldwide with the code BASEBALL20 at manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles. All right, we're back uh, to ring the bell to round things out. Also, head over to SeatGeek.com right now. Use our code on the bump for $20 off your very first ticket purchase. Uh, Again, SeatGeek.com. Use our code on the bump for $20 off your first ticket purchase. All right, gentlemen. Um... I guess, I mean, it's hard when you go two and four to ask you who your Philly of the week is. Um, I guess, are we all in agreement that it's it's probably Nick Castellanos? A thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be Nick every week forever. <laughs> That's how it kind of feels right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's it also hurts right now, man, not to have Alec Boom in the lineup. Um, you know, sure, this was Schwarber's first three-run home run. Uh, it was, I'm sorry, it was the first Phillies three run home run since uh, April 10th uh, when Alec Bohm hit one. Um, it's just, it's just really ridiculous. Um, again, you know, my, I'm, I'm talking about Schubert because he's my um, asshole of the week for the Phillies. Um, you know, he had a productive weekend atop that lineup. I mean, after going hitless um, in 19 plate appearances in a leadoff spot when Thompson tried there the first week of May. Because you know, you know, law of averages, I guess, right? Um, it, it's it, it's just awful because I remember when Eskin questioned Thompson earlier in the week why he was brought why Schwarber's back in the leadoff spot, 
Um, and this was Thompson's answer. When he walks to the plate at the first inning, that pitcher starting the game has to be aware and alive. He's comfortable <laughs> there. So for now, that's where he'll be. I really just want oh my God. Rob Thompson to be working at a Walmart somewhere, it, it, like anywhere out outside of the Phillies dugout, because I'm just, <laughs> I'm tired of it. I, I, it, why would any pitcher be terrified of a dude that's probably going to set the strikeout record and hits 165? I'm not sure what pitcher Thompson is referring to. As he hits 32 home runs, I, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, but yeah, definitely. Um, uh, Nick Castellanos is our is our star of the week. Uh, Castellanos again had multiple hits for the sixth time in the last ten games. He hit four thirty nine on a ten game road trip. Um, Bryce Harper doubled. He walked twice. Um, so you know, a, a great week for some guys. Um, Harper's actually kind of been struggling at lately. To be honest, he's hitting two eleven in his last five games. Uh, over his last 12 games, he's hitting 262. I mean, it ain't 160, so I'll take 262. But the thing is, his on-base percentage is pushing 400. So when Bryce isn't hitting, he's getting on base a lot. Um, so just before we wrap it up here, uh, what's what do we have this week? We have another six-game set coming up this week, gentlemen. Three at home against the Tigers and then three at home against the Dodgers. Um, Dean, what's your record for the week? Your projection for the week? Two and four. That's that's what I'm going with. Two and four. Yeah, I, we'll take two or three from the Tigers, and we'll get swept by the Dodgers. Oh, swept at home. That's awful, gentlemen. I think the first time in what are we? Sixty episodes, thirty episodes, however many episodes in. We're almost Wait. at a year, right? Well, it, de- it depends. Are are you count? Are you counting the brief uh, re- rebrand that lasted about sixty? We days are. Or I am. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna count that and say this is the first time we're all in agreement, gentlemen. Yep, yep. And wow. I think it's a bad week. I <laughs> yeah. think it's a bad they, week too. If they drop the series to the Tigers, man, <laughs> yeah, I, they may go. I was going. They're going one and two both series. That's where I was going. Uh, Let me I just ask hope, you guys this: What I, I think happens? they're going to be ten games under five hundred going into the All Star break because they got oh, they man. like they play the Nationals, the Tigers, and. um the A's. When they're is like the, the only break? it's June, uh, July, July. Yeah, yeah. So they're like the only three like awful team. Well, even the Tigers are have basically the same record as the Phillies, so you can't even say they're awful. Um they got they a have, shot. They gotta play like the Dodgers, the Diamondbacks, the Mets, the yeah. Braves, yeah. <laughs> like they don't Padres, you know, Tampa, Tampa next month, is, Miami, San Diego. They got a shot team. They're going to be at least 10 games under 500 going that all-star break. And then we're going undefeated in the second half. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm the always, um, always the pessimist or the optimist. Wrong yeah, side. Optimist. You're, yeah, you're optimist. Go ahead, Chris. You were going to say something. I'm going to ask this question. And I just want to do it because we've been talking about Rob Thompson for part of the show. And it's my final question. If the Phillies have a week where they go one and five before they go on a seven game road trip against Arizona and Oakland, if they go one and five this week, do you think there start there will start to be talk that that manager that Thompson could be out of here? I'm surprised it hasn't there hasn't been talk already, especially in Philadelphia where we're the the king city of negativity. But then again. 
guys like Howard Eskin and Mike Mistelli don't have huge platforms anymore. So mm-hmm. um, it's all fucking chills, dick burgers like fucking <laughs> Joe Giglio and <laughs> the the other fucking clown. Um, uh, I think he bought himself time camera. with the World Series. Yeah. Oh my God, the camera. Yeah. That fucking bone smuggler. Um, <laughs> I hate that fucking guy so much. Yeah, I said it. I hate you, JD. Uh, I can't. Cameron. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan either by far. But whatever. Do you think Stu- oh, stupid person? Why do you keep wearing your full Phillies uniform to opening day, you loser? <laughs> Jay, do you think a one in so five much. record starts getting some talk? No, I, I really, I really think he bought himself time with the world series run and and i still don't buy him it was him um but but i think he bought himself time i do believe um if it stays like this though i think before i've said i don't think he, I, I do believe he's he's gone after this season yeah. now yeah like i it agree stays like I, I don't think the i don't think they'll, they'll get a ton of rumblings i just to me I, I think there's no just let him go at this point wait till the end of the season figure it out don't yeah. fire him during the season. You're not going to have that run magic. That's the only real real reason I feel like to fire him. And at this point, it, I just you can't happen twice in two years in a row. You're not going to find yeah. that lightning in a bottle. So I think he does stick it out. I don't think we'll get much rumblings of him being going this season, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, there'll be talks for sure. There, yeah. you know, that'll be all over the media, you know, once it's they deem appropriate, you know. But I agree, Jay. I, I think he I think the World Series run has bought him some time, but I, I think it bought him to at least the all-star break. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if we're bad at the all-star break, maybe they give him a week or two afterwards and then I could see them firing him and then just maybe just making dusty Waff and the manager for the rest of the year. And then like, just clean house. Like don't. That's what it feels like in. needs to happen. We need yeah. to get rid of, like, you need to clear out. Don't leave anybody from the old, you know. Yeah, I know we du- kept Dust, Dusty was up. Dust, this is basically the same parts of the same coaching staff that um, Gabe Kapler had. Yeah, I think you, know, you need to clear house if you do it this time. Completely. Bring in a manager, have him hire all his own guys. You know, Rob Thompson was a carryover from Gabe Kapler. Dusty Waltham, well, actually, I think Dusty was brought up under uh, McKinnon, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and that 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 last that last year, Man, was here. But when you look at the second what? half of the season, though, and I know I just you know quickly glanced over, it just doesn't look as daunting as when you look at some of the teams. Mm-hmm. It looks well, like it is easier. No, but but I still think that wild card, and this is me going back over to be an optimist. I think the third wild card bought them, and I'm still going to say it. I believe. Sucky teams suck and good teams are good. And I still believe the Phillies will turn it around. And I think some of those other teams that are overachieving will start to decline because I think it's as much as I just ripped the Phillies and I hate doing this. Um, it's still early in the season. Yeah. Oh my so God. I still think there's a shot, but I'm very upset right now. I'm very, as much as that nice little, I, I'm very upset with this team at the moment. Mm-hmm. Understood. Um, all right, so just before we leave, just want to let everyone know that I removed our giveaway because y'all can't hey, follow instructions. I uh, filled it out. Listen, the only person that did it right was the person that's excluded from winning the tickets. That's which not is... fair. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about collusion. Oh, um, my God. I should have told um, my girlfriend to do it then. <laughs> and then, and then they, we would have been like, oh, 
uh Allie, what games you want to go to? She would be like the Phillies and Dodgers. You'd be like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um so she wouldn't even go out. It would be my buddy Kevin. <laughs> we'll be we'll be waiting. I'm gonna wait a week. I'm gonna repost it again. I'm gonna hopefully maybe at least three people follow the rules. Um, I got people, don't worry. I'll have those tickets eventually. Dean, Dean has like six burners that are going to be popping up and doing everything. So we'll, we'll put I, it it'd be like you. There. I'll be like you with the with the, the all the podcast pages. Uh, <laughs> all my uh, when we did that March that March Multiverse Madness back in March, and you were like rigging the system for. Um, Oh god, I can't remember the character, but like it was you had remember you had to pick the character. It was like oh my uh, on god, the Instagram yeah. story. I was literally you, trying. Yeah, you picked <laughs> you picked Tom Cruise with all your podcast pages. I was like, I was like, nah, uh, no. I'm gonna rig this shit. <laughs> I did just to spite you. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> I looked at it. I was just like, Gold Rush, ring the bell, Chris, <laughs> hot tag, <laughs> Disney Happy Hour. That that thing's been dead for two years. I did whatever I all- could to make sure Tom Cruise was gonna win. And he still lost. <laughs> Damn, Tom Cruise should always win. He should. Um, I love I love Tom, but I hate Chris. <laughs> um, all right, guys, head over to at RTB Baseball on Instagram at Ring the Bell eight five six on Twitter. Head over to Facebook, type in Ring the Bell Phillies Podcast, and uh, give us a follow over there as well. We will be back here next week after what we all assume will be a rough week again. Uh, for the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, I'm Chrissy Francesco. That's Jason Candine holds Apple. And I'll catch you guys down the road. Have a good one and go Phillies, whatever. Go Dodgers. <laughs> no. Go Kershaw. There you go. Hey, he's he's nine, he's 109 strikeouts away from 3,000. He'll be all right. He's yeah. decent. He's okay. He may be he's a Hall of Famer. He, he leads the league in wins right now. Of course he, he does. He yeah. may get that jacket one day. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right, guys. See it.